everyone. Welcome. Robin Sills from St. Mary's Hospital. Welcome to Medically Speaking in the Morning or the Morning Edition, as Tom calls it. This is sponsored by our Spirit of Women um, Network. Spirit of Women is an incredible um organization that we have partnered with over the last few years to provide uh, community outreach and programs for everyone in the greater Waterbury community. And today is no exception. Our show today is called Harvest a Healthy Family. And we thought it was perfect and a perfect topic to go with because we're in the Thanksgiving season and we're in the season of um, holidays. And it's an opportunity for all of us to be together with our families. And you know, it's really important to talk about our health, talk about our family history when we are together in groups. There's a quote that I'd love to read to start the program off with today that um, was provided to us by Spirit of Women, and I think it's a great quote. It's from a Latin poet. I don't know the author, but life is not merely to be alive, but to be well. Wellness is about living healthfully, not because you have to, but because you love to on every level. I love that. Choosing to actively pursue wellness allows us to harvest a healthy family through great nutrition, exercise, and immunizations this coming season. So I wanted to bring with me today an incredible new physician that we have at St. Mary's Hospital and is part of the Franklin Medical Group. Her name is Dr. Suda Theravangadam. I think I did your last name well, did I not? Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good? <laughs> Close. Go ahead. You give it all it's out. Theravangadam. Theravangadam. See? <laughs> They have that accent that I can't grab, but she likes to be affectionately known as Dr. Suda because it makes it easier, right? Yeah, because uh, it's a t- I know it's a tongue twister. It's, it's my a last tongue name. twister. <laughs> so Doc is a primary care physician with the Franklin Medical Group, and she is in our uh, Chase Parkway office, 714 Chase Parkway. And we are so happy you can join us today because you are incredibly passionate about primary care medicine, aren't you? Um, first of all, uh, I'm glad to join you guys Thank today. You. you have been wonderful team. And um, primary care is my passion. I love doing primary care. Um, so I joined Chase Parkway like more than a year ago, but I have been doing primary care medicine for more than 10 years um, in India and Middle East, uh, the country called Oman. Wow. So I have a variety of experience, different cultures, and how primary care, they, you know, they reach out to the patients too close, you know. That's incredible. Now, where did you do your schooling? Um, I did my medical school in India. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, I did my residency at Griffin Hospital, Derby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's a nice, you know, patient-friendly right. uh, model. So when did you, what made you come to us, to this community? So I, we always, uh, we had a uh, ambition to you know to see how uh, medicine is practiced in right. western world mm. you know i have experience in india which is in a developing country right. but i wanted to you know really get get back into the modern medicine that's so great so we struggled hard to come to us right. but oh. it's worth it oh that's mm-hmm. great and your husband's here with you too yes um he's, he's down and he's doing his fellowship correct yes in gastroenterology um, yeah he uh, actually he finished Finished his uh, gastroenterology fellowship, but uh, he's doing an advanced uh, ERCP fellowship in wow. uh, GI. Oh, that's a tough so word he, for me because I have four never of those. Stops. <laughs> he drags me, you know. He drags. <laughs> <laughs> that's wonderful. And so, for you, primary care medicine was so important because in India, you, as you just said to me, you reach out 
to the population. And we have to do more of that, which is why we do the Spirit of Women. You know, we're reaching out to various audiences very much like this through our radio show and also through community events, which we did last night. We did an event on uh, type 2 diabetes with a couple of our Franklin physicians, and it went incredibly well. Fantastic. So now... Another, I guess, what direction I'd like to take this in is, you know, we talked about where you did your schooling and coming here. How do you find primary care medicine here in the Western world different from what you see, you know, what you see back home? So the main difference is uh, we have all resources here. You know, uh, India is still a uh, developing country. Right. Though we have the uh, manpower, still we are, you know, the resources are not yet. No, they're not what they are, what they are yeah, here. So exactly. it must be so much easier to practice medicine. Medicine here. here yeah. Right. We get what we want all the time. Right. It's easy, easily accessible. And um, that's the main difference I see. Do you find that? Um, the population that you serve here, they're more aware of health care issues? They're would, more in tune to their um, bodies? I would say mainly uh, based on the uh, on the education status. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, any, any people who, are, who have a decent um, education, right. they have more awareness right. um, anywhere in the world. Right. It, it's common. It's common. Yeah. And the, w- one other thing I would like to bring it up is um, India is a more populous country. So the amount of patients we see, we, we don't have, give our quality time, though we do want to give. Right. But here we have, we, we, I get more pas- patient satisfaction because I get, I get to f- uh, get the time I want to spend with, e- e- with each patient. Right. So that's, that's really good. That's imp- and you know, it's funny that you say that the time that you get to spend with each patient, because that is so important, because it's really tough with uh, the demands of, you know, insurances and the constraints that are put on our physicians now. You have to see so, so many, many more patients. patients, but it's wonderful to hear, and I applaud that, that you like to be able to take that time with your patient because it's so needed. Exactly. So, so I think we that, have oh, been used to it. We yep. have been used to that. Yes. So th- I feel better this way here. What, that, so, so when you come here, you can spend that time yes. and just do that. That's mm-hmm. wonderful. That brings me to a question about why primary care? So, you know, how do you see the primary care physician in the whole, whole scheme of medicine? All right. Um, in my point of view, primary care physician is like a quarterback of patient care. <laughs> uh, I we love make that. Sure, <laughs> thank you. We make sure that the patients and their needs don't fall through the cracks of our increasingly confusing mm. uh, healthcare system. We primary care physicians care for the patients across the spectrum of their care. Uh, we give comprehensive and whole person care. Not mm. We don't treat individuals system or individual illness. Mm-hmm. We, we consider patient as a whole human being and we have a holistic approach. That's what I love in I primary love care. I love that. And also we, we build longitudinal relationship with the patients. We, we follow the patients like if they have a chronic illness, we do follow them every three months. We spend more time with them than the consultants or the specialists. So the, the relationship we build, the trust we build to each and individual patient and family is amazing. That is so important. You know, that's how 
medicine was years ago when yes, I was a kid. Yes. Unfortunately, you know, you, it's not anymore. No, but I love to hear it from a newer physician that's come to our area. I mean, newer to us, not newer to primary care because you've been doing it, as you said, for 10 years. But mm-hmm. it newer to us. And it's just so refreshing to me mm-hmm. to hear that, which is one of the reasons why I wanted to bring you. I thought you were a perfect fit for this topic because we're talking about the whole family. We're talking about holidays. We're talking about people being together as a family. And having the trust of a primary care physician fits into that model. It fits into that whole scheme. And you have that belief. And I just think it's so important to bring that forth. So and I also wanted to share a yeah. data on our healthcare system. Um, it increasingly shows that um, wherever the amount of um, and the concentrations of primary care is more, the quality of care and the cost of care is better. So we really do contribute f- for the healthcare system. And we have to take and I'm care proud of, it. of it. That's awesome. And that um, awesome. also p- patients are smart. They know they respect the incredible value of being cre- cared for by someone who knows them well and understands their uh, health issues, also their personal values. So it's more humanitarian. You know? And do you feel that based on that, because you've seen a lot of different cultures, do you have to adapt how you treat a patient based on their culture, how you relate to a patient based on their culture? Oh, oh, actually, it's a learning process for me. (laughs) Still, every day I learn. So I have been used, I was born and brought up in India, which is, uh, you know, totally east of the world, more conservative. I'm from a more conservative family, a Hindu person. Right. So, uh, but India is a multicultural country. We have Christians, Muslims, and Hindus. So uh, we adapt to everything. Yeah. Easily adaptable. Um, And after that like we I was in a city uh, I was born and brought up in a city life so but we used to go and do services and learn medicine in rural areas that's something mandatory in our um, so educational system yeah that's so that was so so much interesting and educational we learned from rural people poor population how uh, we the doc the, the there are some areas who uh, those have to travel like uh, miles to get right. to into a, a, a basic primary care need. So we have been uh, exposed to that extreme of health. And then uh, we moved to Middle East. Um, they have, uh, like monetary-wise, they are very affluent people. But still, um, medicine-wise, still uh, they are blooming, you know. They, they either go to India or they go to UK or US to learn medicine. So it's not unlike our culture here where there's a melting pot of so many different so it's somewhat familiar so when you're seeing that you just you know you need to adapt adapt and then the muslim community they're all uh, covered up right we sensitive you know we have to tune to them that's wonderful women women don't see male doctors here there in some of the places they have so much conservative wow that's so so that was a different experience and then moving over to the west this is completely different people are more aware they demand more right but we are here to give them what well you know you pay so much for health insurance i think that's why 
I think that's why patients demand more. Yeah, because, and they deserve it. And they deserve it. And, yeah. you know, so you spending that time with them, getting to know them as a family, getting to know them as a person, what makes them tick, what their family history is all about is so important. And you can't do that in a 5, 15, or 15-minute oh, visit. Yes. So I agree with that. So 15 minutes is for an acute sick visit. Right. So we address the acute illness first. Right. That's our priority. But uh, what I do with my patient is after that visit, after that, that uh, sick visit, the sickness is being taken care of, I would uh, ask them to come back for a physical, mm. you know, in a month or two. Um, and then I, I, so I spend like 30 minutes quality awesome. time with them. That's awesome. And, all, and like um, all my patients, they are compliant with me. They show up for their physical. They trust me. They're compliant with you because yes. they know. So yes. that leads us into a passion of yours, which is preventative medicine. Exactly. So we want to focus a little bit on that because I think that's such an important, important um, topic. We're going to take a break before we start with that. So we'll regroup and Johnny's going to take us to a break because Tom deserted us for a veterans event. <laughs> Give yourself a great Christmas gift guaranteed not to shoot your eye out. This holiday season, journey through a classic story of small wonders and big dreams with A Christmas Story, The Musical. As one of America's favorite Yuletide movies comes to life, live on stage. NBC TV raves, we absolutely loved it. A joyous Christmas miracle cheers AP. And WOR Radio calls it the best darn musical in years. We triple dog dare you to miss Ralphie, his family, and best pals. The smash hit, A Christmas Story, The Musical. Coming to Waterbury's Palace Theater November 18th and 19th. For tickets, go to palacetheaterct.org. Renovate, redecorate, or consolidate. Turn high-interest credit card debt into one low monthly payment with a fixed-rate home equity line of credit from Savings Bank of Danbury. The equity in your home could be money in the bank with a great rate and easy access to your funds. Visit any Savings Bank of Danbury office. Apply online at sbdanbury.com or call 844-SBD-BANK. Savings Bank of Danbury, Connecticut's local bank. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Have you been thinking about that project in your house? That bathroom remodel? The new kitchen cabinets? The addition? The rec room? <laughs> do you go back and forth thinking, oh, I'd love to do it, but who is really good, really reasonable, and reliable? Well, the answer is Sullivan Brothers Remodeling. Sullivan Brothers Remodeling has been serving satisfied customers in the greater Waterbury area for over 25 years. Located at number one Wilkett Street on the Waterbury Wilkett Town Line, Sullivan Brothers has a magnificent showroom where your ideas can become a reality. Why wait? Don't put off the full enjoyment of your home just by thinking about it. Call for a free no-obligation estimate at 203-879-4555. Do it now. Sullivan Brothers skilled craftspeople and friendly and helpful office staff will make the project a delight from beginning to end. Sullivan Brothers, your one-stop contractor. 203-879-4555. Voted best contractor by the Waterbury Observer's Reader's poll. 
Many of you took our suggestion this summer and enjoyed the delicious food, atmosphere, and entertainment available to you as part of the experience at Middlebury Consignment. This is Tom Hill III. Now the fall is here, and the folks at Middlebury Consignment invite you inside to the cafe, featuring amazing food and top service. Plus, the entertainment series continues on Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturday nights between 7 and 10 p.m. Many of the best names in music are all set to entertain you, like Timmy Maya, Marty Q, and Norm Drubner, while you dine from the amazing choices on their cafe menu and check out a truly unique group of starters and flatbreads amazing salads and truly delicious entrees like pastas salmon sea bass sea scallops beef short ribs rack of lamb and filet mignon and impeccable service open for dinner thursday to saturday pick up a dinner menu and entertainment guide at middlebury consignment at whittemore crossing 1365 whittemore road in middlebury call 203-528-0130 online at middlebury find food and the best and Entertainment. Welcome back, everyone. Robin Sills of Medically Speaking in the Morning. And we are talking today with Dr. Suda, who is a primary care physician at our Franklin Medical Group at Chase Parkway. And we're talking today about Harvest a Healthy Family. And we're really focusing on primary care medicine. And as we spoke earlier with Dr. Sue, we talked about the importance of a primary care physician and the role the primary care physician plays in health. And she referred to it as the quarterback of the healthcare team. And I think that is an incredible analogy because it's true. You need to know the players, right? You need yes. to know what's happening. Exactly. And call the plays, right? Mm-hmm. And right. make sure that everybody is on the same team and you're all going in the same direction. You don't have the team running in every direction. Yeah, it's a teamwork. It's a definite teamwork. And when we went to break, before we went to break, we hinted that we were going to talk a little bit about preventative medicine because that's a huge passion for you. And I, I, I wish you could see the papers that Dr. Suda presented today with me. She wrote and did an incredible research on what she does for a physical on a patient. And because we only have 10 minutes left, we're going to definitely bring her back for another show. But we want to talk about in totality what preventative medicine means to you and wellness and what you think. All right. Um, I would love to talk about preventive medicine for an hour or so. We're running <laughs> short of time. So um, so what is disease prevention and what is screening? Screening is um, picking up a disease, picking it up early. Those things like mammogram, colonoscopy, PSA testing, pap mm. smear. Uh, but that's different from disease prevention. Disease prevention is actually an active process that involves a lot of different things. Um, it can be about immunizations, but um, it's also a very, very key to consider that active part of the patient. Mm. So that's about us. Mm. So what we do, for example, living a healthy lifestyle, mm. wearing your seatbelt, avoiding <laughs> cigarette smoking, getting exercise, good night's sleep, eating a healthy diet. It's it's easy to say than do, but yeah. these these are a must to do stuff. Maintaining your cholesterol, you know, cholesterol numbers, diabetes, sugar, all those things help to d- prevent disease. But um, that really involves not only your doctor's participation, but you have to play an active part. You should be 
you should be in charge of your health. It's so true. I mean, I think uh, we always think there's a miracle pill, a miracle diet, a miracle no, whatever. No, there is no miracle. <laughs> Excuse me. It, it, it's, it's it's a healthy so lifestyle. We like a quick fix here in the Western community. Have you seen that with us? We're bad. We yes. like quick fixes. I we see like immediate all gratification. The time. I see uh, uh, overweight persons coming <laughs> to me like all the time for a magic pill to oh. get to shed their pounds off right away. It's not possible. No, it's, it's diet and exercise. It's so simple, right? Yes. It, it's that simple to say <laughs> rather than to, but every, everybody has to do that. Everybody. Everybody. We did the program last night on, on type 2 diabetes. Yes. And, you know. That was a success, I heard. Yeah, it was incredible. And it was so that is the biggest thing to do to prevent type 2 diabetes is diet and exercise. Actually, 7 out of 10 leading causes of death can be prevented by changes in lifestyle. Isn't that impressive? It's, it's Im- Im- amazing. And, you know, we that, talk about colonoscopies and how a colonoscopy is so important after the age of 50, mm-hmm. especially with a family history. But it's also as easy as diet mm-hmm. with with colorectal cancer. We can really control Mm-hmm. Some of the colorectal cancers with our diet. Exactly. That's a, that's a data that shows that a diet plays a role, like in fiber, f- high fiber diet. I've been taking the fiber ever since Doctor um, Doctor uh, Corvo said he, he gave a short presentation mm-hmm. the other night on on uh, colorectal, mm-hmm. and he talked about fiber and and he said get the chewable ones. Mm-hmm. They're really easy, and I've been doing it. Mm-hmm. It's it's unbelievable. It's as simple as a chewable. Mm-hmm. So you know what I want to share an interesting information. Not only data says. But I, in my practical experience, in Eastern world, we don't eat meat a lot. Mm-hmm. We take vegetables in every single meal. Okay, meat like I I eat meat like once a day, mm-hmm. uh, like not all all weeks though. Right. So there is very very low incidence of colorectal cancer in um, Eastern, Eastern world. We in don't. It's it's funny. We we say mm-hmm. we have to eat more fruits and vegetables. You should be eating more fruits and vegetables, but we don't. Because the fast food places, it's so much, when you drive through, you get a hamburger, you get a chicken sandwich, you get a, I mean, although chicken is good for you, but you know, you get all those quick drive throughs easy, easy meals, easy access. You know, uh, you can get a cheeseburger or a Mac chicken for a dollar, but <laughs> <laughs> you can't get any fruits or vegetable for a dollar. There's no drive through That's unfortunate fruit. and it's the reality. Yeah, it is the reality. And we live in a culture here in the where we put so many demands on our personal lifestyles. I know. I know. It, and it, so it makes women, it hard. Women are working. They do like all seven days a week. They right. don't have time to cook. It's hard. They meal at home. It's so hard. So, yeah. It's really hard. And sometimes those healthy meals, they take so much more time to prepare. Exactly. You know, <laughs> they take and take thought and they take effort and they take planning. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it is so hard. Well, I want to let you add a little bit more on preventative medicine, and then I want to bring it back to uh, the family and what we want to do for this holiday season. Sure. <laughs> so in regards to preventative medicine, what's one thing you could leave our audience with today, do you think? Um, regarding preventive medicine, one thing, most thing I would say is get your annual physical with your primary care every year. Every year? Yes. Irregardless. Yes. Starting at what age? Um, 40, I would say, is a must. 40. But 
earlier than that. Earlier than that, based on your your family histories. Yes. Which which brings us to where I wanted to focus just a little bit, just for a couple of minutes Mm -hmm. during the holiday season. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we're going to all be together with our families. Yes. Holidays are for families. (laughs) And when you have everybody together, what do you think is important for people to talk about that they probably don't talk about? So they talk, uh, they talk about, you know, the family stuff, uh, the kids' education, right. all, all those stuff. Right. The, you know, but the priority, you have to be healthy to li- live your life. Right. You know? right. So uh, there are like, ge- like different generations of people together. getting together. So I would, uh, you know, st- uh, start off with, you know, uh, whether they have had a, a physical with their primary care physician in a long time. Right. Or, um, you know, I would suggest them, you know, uh, to schedule their um, physical during their birthdays or anniversaries. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. That's so that, a great idea. Yeah. And you learn a little bit about family history when you're together, too, right? Is yes, a family. Yes. yes. So most of this, uh, like um, the grandsons and daughters live in a different uh, state. Right. And they meet their grandfathers like once a year. Mm. So they can ask the grandpa, hey, what you were having and what your uh, great grandpa was having. Right. Runs in was there family. high blood pressure? Was there cancer? Because, you know, it's funny until someone is unfortunately diagnosed with something, they're like, well, that's not in my family. And then you get around a family table and lo and behold. Yeah. You actually get to talk with your relatives only during the holidays. Yes. You're all getting together as a family and we should ask each other about our family history. Exactly. Talk about screenings. Mm -hmm. Make sure that maybe you buddy up with someone. Yes, to, to make yes. them get their physicals, right? That's a good idea. <laughs> make sure everybody's had their flu shots. Yes. <laughs> Incredible. Really important. And, you know, uh, when gra- grandpas meet their grandchildren, you know, they have to have their whooping cough shot. Oh, so um, I so talk fun. to my patients all the time. They don't, they don't have any idea. No, they don't. It's it's amazing. You know, it's funny you say that because actually my daughter's going to have a baby next week. And um, we all had to make sure we had our whooping coughs. Mm -hmm. Vaccinations. You did? Yeah. Good job. Yeah. (laughs) They educate us right away Mm -hmm. to make sure that we had the vaccine. It's Mm -hmm. incredible. You don't realize that. Exactly. (laughs) You don't realize that. No, you think you had it as a kid and then you don't need to take it anymore. Mm -hmm. But, you know, when a new baby is born, you need to get that vaccine. But then you don't need to get it again, right? You just get it. That one, one time. Uh, it's called Tdap. Uh, it's a vaccination uh, containing diphtheria, tetanus, and right. pertussis. Pertussis, in other words, whooping cough. Whooping cough, right? So uh, it's just a one-time booster dose as an adult as for an your adult. childhood vaccine, and it replaces the tetanus shot one time. Tetanus shot you have to have every ten years, uh, but Tdap is once. And so Johnny's giving me the signal that we only have a couple of minutes. So I want to thank you so much, Doc, for coming here today. You have given us so much to think about. And we're going to bring you back. I think she's pre- uh, put together an incredible um, array of of things that you do on a physical yes, for the I, first I'm time. I'm very thorough with my physical. Once a patient comes to a physical with me, they bring their families the very next week. <laughs> They're <laughs> so. like, well, you have to have Dr. Sue to check you out because she checks you out from head to toe and spends time with you. Exactly. So thank you for taking the time out today to join us. We so appreciate it. i got to get you back because I know you have patients waiting. So Dr. Suda can be found at uh, 
14 Chase Parkway. The phone number there is 203-755-4577. And she is on our website at stmh.org. Click up on the top and you will be able to access our Franklin Medical Group and click on Primary Care. And you will see her lovely picture there. And we're definitely going to bring her back for another show. But I want to thank everyone for joining us today. Um, Myself, on behalf of St. Mary's Hospital, we want to wish all the veterans out there um, a happy, happy, happy Veterans Day. And we pray and think of all of you often. Wish wish you all good health. And I will be back. I think we're going to be doing our show November 30th. We're going to take uh, move it from the night before Thanksgiving to November 30th. And we're going to have um, someone on talking about um, grief during the holiday season. So I hope that you have a wonderful, happy, and healthy Thanksgiving. This is Robin Sills from St. Mary's Hospital. Exceptional care. Every patient, every day. Have a great weekend.